Brent Manuela, welcome to After Curfew. Thank you for having me. So we were talking before the camera started rolling. Zodiacs, girl. <laughs> it's an obsession of mine that I like got into and some people are like, it's so stupid and like, I get it, you know what I mean? It might not be like, like some people are like, I, I, it's not like I would talk to somebody and be like, oh, you're a Virgo, I can't talk to you anymore. Mm. Like, I'm not like that into it. But you don't it. have one sign that you secretly hate because I definitely do. I have signs that I try to typically avoid okay. in a sense if I can, but like, or at least I have like a guard up with them because I'm like, hmm, I know how you're going. <laughs> I know how this I know is going to go. go. But, yeah. Okay, when you're like talking to somebody, say like dating, whatever, like do you check their signs, their yes. charts before? Their whole charts. I'm that person that I'm like, what's your birthday? What Not time were you time. born? Where's the location? No. <laughs> Everything. And people make jokes about it. But I'm like serious. I think I literally ask for all of the information and I put it in and I'm like, okay, this, I don't think I would end something because of that, but I would probably be a little bit like, I don't know how this is going to go. Okay. I want to guess yours. Okay, please. And I think, okay. You get this right, girl. And like, this isn't pre-planned by the way. Like, this no, we is didn't. 100%. This, this is, is live, you guys. Okay. <laughs> so if I do get this right, I'm going to be like, I told you it's real. Okay. So I'm going to say, so there's four elements of the signs. There's okay. earth, air, fire, and water. If you're doing the podcast and you're really good with speaking and talking and this and that, I would vouch to say you're probably either going to be an air sign or a fire sign. My answer, yes or no? Or do you want me to I would Okay, so I wouldn't pin you as a water sign. Okay, okay, okay. Am I correct on that? Yeah, I feel like we're playing guess who for Zodiac signs, and I'm so invested. Okay. <laughs> so I wouldn't say you're a water sign. Okay. I would say either, but you could be an earth sign, because I have one in mind that I think you could be. Okay. Because you seem business oriented. Like, very, you're very good with, like, but are you very organized and stuff, or is it, like... Sometimes. Mm. Like, don't look at the trunk of my car. Or actually, just Ooh. don't even look at my car. Oh, I'm giving away too much. I'm giving Ooh. away too much. But my car is an absolute mess. But everything else, my house, mm -hmm. very structured. So I don't think you're a Virgo then. Can I say yes or no? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Correct. Okay, okay. She's on the right track, baby. Are you a fire sign? No. Then you're an air sign? Yes. Okay, cool. Are you a Gemini? <laughs> Come out. Oh. I love oh my Gemini! God! Yes! <laughs> no, but can I tell what you? What the hell, Britt? You're How? My, no, but you're my best match. Is this like a party trick that you always do? Because that was... <laughs> freaking amazing <laughs> it actually i'm not gonna lie it kind of is yeah because people are like they get like freaked out about it but like i just understand traits and like i kind of like know who i get along with and like vibe with and like yeah. gemini's are very they're very friendly but like they pick up on your vibe like if you're fake and you're like eh, like they're not they just don't want to talk to you and they'll yeah yeah like i feel like they're good at sensing like the bullshit 100 people think we bring the bullshit no I think we just kind of see like that's where the two sides come in because I could be really extroverted yes. and then I could be the quietest person like if I don't feel, feel right yep. like I'm like there's a word for when you're extroverted when you feel comfortable and yeah. introverted when you don't omnivert okay it's a new word nobody's okay. ever heard of it but so that's, wait, tell us about it that's what this you is and breaking me news by Brett I'm telling you okay so uh, breaking news with Brett there we go. Hashtag, this is a, this is a new segment. <laughs> this is a new segment. So an omnivert is basically when you feel comfortable, you're extroverted. Okay. But when you're in a situation and you read the room and like you can see people's intentions aren't pure or they're not real or they want something out of you, you get very introverted and you don't Ooh, want to be around it. Ooh, I'm definitely an omnivert. Omnivert. 
I was yeah. like, this is interesting because I never knew that this word existed. I always thought I was an introvert. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, wait a second, because I'm not. I definitely get crazy and I like to have fun and dance and this and that. But yeah. it's only around my close friends. Right. Learn something new every day. Full of Snapple facts. Let's bring it to TikTok because we're talking about the introvert, extrovert. When did you like first get... Because, I mean, you're very comfortable on your TikTok. I feel yes. like it's a lot of, like, relatable content, a lot of, like, relationship, like, standing yep. on business, like, yep. just, like, really good relatable girl stuff. How did you – is that, like, what you led with when you first got on TikTok? So when TikTok first came out and I was doing Instagram full-time, yeah. Instagram was more, like, model photos, but, like, I couldn't show my personality. I couldn't show, like, funny relatable things because yeah. it's just a photo. So when TikTok first came out, I was like, ooh, I want to be silly. I want to do voiceovers. I wanted to do acting. I've been wanting to do acting for a very long time. So I was like, oh, I can kind of act on here. I can. Mm-hmm. There's no niche for me. I can just do whatever I want. And there was a few videos that went really viral for me, which was the boots transition kick. And so that, I saw that one, yeah, girl. That, <laughs> yes. I was like, well, it's COVID. What else do I have to do? So <laughs> yeah, here we go. Drop some heat on TikTok on a casual <laughs> Tuesday. It was like, it was amazing. And like, I liked doing them, but then I was like, this is taking so much time. And then I was like, who am I really? Like, why don't I start putting like some relatable content out there? Because like, I love yeah. the encouragement from other women that I was getting, whether it be relationships, friendships, girl things, like at least like they know that they're not the only ones out there that have those things going on. I wanted to do, I wanted to continue doing the relatable type of content because even with Instagram, it was the same thing. I was more geared into the fitness community because that's how I got known on Instagram was through like abs and workouts and stuff like that. But I always promised myself for the longevity of my brand and my career, never to put myself in a box. Mm -hmm. It's so funny to me with TikTok because like I'll make a video and in my head I'm like, cringe. Mm-hmm. but I'm like post it post it who cares who cares like yeah. it's gonna go viral or it's it's going to like take off in some sort of way because all the videos that I've like put maybe like half an effort into are the ones that have been like the most reposted like I remember Joe Jonas posted my video on his Instagram page oh my god wait stop were you like a Jonas brother fan no what I'm not gonna lie oh my god I was <laughs> and Joe Jonas is like my favorite really? I would probably just like Drop to the floor. <laughs> he reposted. He posted my TikTok on his Instagram on a slide. And I was like, I remember thinking in my head, like, why am I getting tagged? Like, I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> what the hell happened? Like, it went nuts. And I looked and I was like, oh. And I looked and I'm like, man, I look so, ugh. I didn't, I didn't, ugh, I didn't like the ones, It's always the ones where you like, don't do your makeup. Like, you're just like, nah, see what happens. Throw Post it out. gym, raining outside. My hair was all frizzy. And I just was in my car. And I'm like, let me just make this silly little video really quick. And that's the one that was chosen. <laughs> the fitness... The modeling. Yeah. How did you get started in that? Oh boy. Um, Fitness, I've been, fitness has been a part of my life since I was like a kid. Like literally a kid. I was doing like pull-ups with my dad. I was doing push-ups. I was very into sports as a child. I loved sports and being an athlete. Super big tomboy. It's funny because my dad actually wanted a son and he got me. As far as like my fitness and all that stuff goes, um, I started as as a child Um, and I loved sports. I loved athletics. Um, I was very active. I had a super ton of energy. Um, my poor parents, (laughs) like a lot of energy. Yeah. Um, and then when I was 18, I never wanted to be a model. I never saw myself as a model. Um, I loved watching it and I thought it was really cool, but I was like, that's not, that's not me. Like I'm not necessarily that type of like look I guess like I was like I'm not I I just didn't ever I never pinned myself as that I was always like the tomboy who liked to be covered in dirt and rolling around in the mud I was never like the 
very prim, proper, pretty. Like I had acne scars, I had braces, I had glasses, I had frizzy. I was just, I was like, no. <laughs> no, like this is not. Then when I turned 18, I was on a shoot with my friend Lauren and she was doing this like Victoria's Secret model thing and I brought the coffee in for the <laughs> photographer and her and the photographer looked at me and was like, hey, do you want to get in front of the camera? And I'm like, me? <laughs> I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> Why? What do I do? But I got in front of the camera and I started posing and I was like, artistically and creatively, this is fun. But I was like, I don't like being told what to do with my weight or my hair or my skin or being like told things to be brought down. Mm. And when I got into the industry, I was like 19 or 20. When I was 21, I got signed um, to an agency in LA and it was just brutal, brutal. Like I went in and it was like, they were all lined up. Nope, too short. Nope, too tan. Nope, too. And again, this was like 10 years ago almost now, but I think things might've changed. Mm -hmm. But I was in there and I was like, no man, like you need to lose weight. I'm like, I love my body. You're too, your arms are too toned. Your stomach's too toned. You need to like, and I'm like, what? I'm like, I love these things about myself. Like I don't want to change them. And then I remember I wanted to get a haircut once and uh, my manager's like, oh, we have to ask. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. (laughs) And it was just things like that that started adding up to me. And, you know, being in front of a camera and, like, modeling, it's it's a lot. Like, 12 hours, 10-hour days where you're just switching outfits, front, side, back, all white lights around you, flashing. Like, I'm more of, like, a – I like to have a window. I like to be outside. I like to have some type of, like – it was just – it was a lot. Mm -hmm. And the people in the industry sometimes were very, like, brutal when it came to picking people apart. And that was where I was like, I can't be a part of this anymore because this is literally starting to actually physically hurt my heart. Like, I can't listen to this. I don't want to be around it. Um, And so I didn't. I actually had my lawyer get me out of the contract. There was a breach. Um, And I was 22, 21. I I think I was almost 22 years old. And I got out of it. And I just started posting stuff on Instagram. I was like, whatever, like fitness stuff. This is cool. Started popping off. Fitspo, all these pages started reposting me. And I'm like, uh, what do I do? Like... 23 years old, started getting 100,000 followers, 500,000 followers. And I'm like, like, I really don't know what to do because yeah. is it like, is Instagram modeling a thing? Because if it is, that's kind of cool because yeah. I can be myself. Right. Like, I, right. I, I mean, can, it's definitely a thing. Right. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, okay, like this is cool. And at the time I was still bartending in nightlife okay. and I was like, do I want to do fitness with this or do I want to try fashion and swim and lingerie and all of these like not put myself in a box again Mm -hmm. so I was like I'm not gonna put myself in a box I'm gonna try it so I started doing fashion I don't consider I would love to be a fashionista I think I love watching like the fashion pages and I I think it's so cool it's very hard for me like I think I like to compare myself maybe sometimes to like Adam Sandler vibes no, I love a good Adam Sandler fit. I, I love oh my God. being comfortable. 90% of my wardrobe. I'm like, I wish. Like, if I had a stylist, I would be on point. It's, wouldn't everyone, though? Like, that's such a thing. Like, if so, if I only had money, if I only had, exactly. like, a stylist, like, exactly. we would be stunting. Exactly. So yeah. I'm just like, I go on there and I'm, like, looking at Pinterest. I'm like, I can put that look together. And I put it together and I'm like, this looks nothing like the photo. <laughs> like, when you think of, like, an outfit in your head and it, like, looks like trash. It looks you put like it on. trash when yeah. I put it on. And then I'm sitting there like like boiling. I'm like, I have so many clothes because I'll see something and I'll be like, oh, mm-hmm. I need a black turtleneck because that can go with all these things. Then I get the black turtleneck and I'm like, this doesn't even match the jeans and it doesn't look good <laughs> yeah. with this. What is that? So I have a bunch of clothes and no outfits. That's yeah. how I like to describe my closet. Um, unless it's just like leggings and a t-shirt and then some socks and like some like cool 
shoes and I'm like that's good that's good that's swag right there that's like less is more too that's what I'm I literally I said that to myself getting ready for the podcast I'm like Brittany chill less is more Mm -hmm. put a little watch on put a little ring on you're fine yeah changing my outfit a hundred times ripping my hair it's such a girl thing though like there's been so many times where like I'll have an outfit planned five minute Uber might be already called and I'm having a mental breakdown and Mm -hmm. I am changing my outfit like 500 times. Yeah. It's like the Grinch thing. It's like, all right, I'm not going. That's it. I'm not going. Yeah. yeah, Like I literally, I'm like, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Um, but so, so I, I tried to gear more into like the fashion. Right. And then, um, did swimsuit lingerie and all that. And obviously with swimsuit and lingerie does correlate into fitness as well, because I'm Mm -hmm. showing like my abs and my body and stuff. So people would always say like, Oh, what are your workouts? And it's been a journey with my workouts, like in my workouts page, my workouts, programs and all this stuff it's it's a lot easier said than done and people have been like why aren't you launching them why aren't you doing this and right now I'm getting my CPT for me at almost 30 now to be back into us in school because I didn't go to college so it was this is like my college for me at almost 30 that's sort of like my next transition I think into like my 30s I want to do my first half Ironman in 2024 saying Mm. that right now it's 13.1 miles running 56.2 56.2 or 56.8 miles uh, biking, cycling, mm-hmm. and then I think 1.2 miles swimming. My God. Yeah. I just go on hot girl walks. <laughs> I'm like, I can't do that. Yeah. I mean, I, I started picking up running because I realized like I could barely even run a mile without wanting to concave. And I was like, this is not okay. Even being in LA, I went hiking or running, I guess, trail running two days ago. And I, if I showed you my feet, you would be like, please don't show them again. No. Please put them away. Yeah, don't bring them out. Blisters like will, everywhere. We'll find them on feet finders or something. <laughs> Absolutely not. Blisters everywhere. I send them to my friends. I'm like, y'all should be paying me for this. Ugh. But um, no, it was it was brutal. So I was you like, gonna, actually, like, are you using regular gym shoes and just like... Um, I use Asics and like Hoka's because they're okay. like the cool, you know, the cool. Gotta look cute. I love Brooks LA. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we gotta look aesthetic. Exactly. Like yeah. every every real runner has like the Hoka's or the Asics or the Brooks. So I was using like Nike flat shoes, and I realized like this is probably not the best for me. Mm. My arch and everything hurts after I run. Not I feel running. like I just got ran over by a bus. Yeah, <laughs> like, this is brutal, man. I think also like when you're running like on it incline yes it's like that will mess you up yes i'll tell you what really does is the decline because you pick up speed. oh my god no that's so and, true mm-hmm. when i go hiking i'm, like, I'm trying oh. to like for people who don't know like runyon it's like Oof. the place to go if you want to go on a hike in la yeah yep did that it was like kind of like a date first of all like don't ever <laughs> do a hike for a date but i yeah it was kind of like a date so like i want to look cute mm-hmm. i'm sweating my tits are sweating like i can't breathe <laughs> Just, I'm going to sit down and just slide the rest of the way. I think being 30 and doing a half Ironman and then having my CPT and all that, I think that's like a really cool goal for me to have. And I'm always like, I need to have like achievable, realistic goals. 30s. We're like open to it. We're excited. Because I feel like so many women, we're like, oh my God, the 30s are coming. Like it's the end of times. Like I have to fit everything into my 20s. I just Mm -mm. like, it's such a bad negative mindset because everybody that you talk to, it's like, your 30s are it. You get hotter. You get more like, aware. I don't care. You're mm-hmm. more self-aware. You're more yep. aware of like your relationships and how you should be treated. Yes. What is like your biggest takeaway now entering into this new era? I think the biggest thing for me going into my 30s is to follow your dreams and what makes you happy. When I'm 30, like the last thing I'm really concerned about is impressing people and trying to people please and how people perceive me. Like, 
I've been through the ringer when it comes to friends and and relationships. And I think at this point, like I've learned the lessons I need to learn. I'm done repeating these cycles. I'm done, uh, you know, going back and forth and this and that. Like either you add value to my life and I can add value to yours or we don't. Yeah. Now I'm to a point where in my 30s, I'm like, I have my solid group of friends that I want to grow old with. Yeah. You know, I have things aligned with my career and, and everything. And I'm like, okay, this is the time now where I get to actually sit back and enjoy my life. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> like I prepped everything in my 20s. I did all of the hard work. I traveled the world. I, I did a lot of things. I gave back. But now I'm like, okay, what does Brittany want to do in her 30s? Like, do you want to do you want to travel? Because we can. Do you want, like, it's like I talk to myself like I'm a child. Oh, I talk to myself all the time. Right? Yeah. Like, I'm like, what does Brittany want to do today? Okay, well, she wants to do this. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's not hurting anybody and it's not impacting people in a negative manner, like, I don't, I don't mind. Like, I'm like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to go do this today. Like, I don't even want to go outside. I'm just going to lay in bed all day. Like yesterday, I binge watched my favorite show in the world. We talked about this before. We talked <laughs> a lot before we got started. <laughs> yeah. Jersey Shore. I love that show. That's such a curveball. It. Like, it's a good it. show. It is my favorite show of all times. It's like, I don't know what it is. I don't know why. It is my favorite show. I've been binge watching that show. Binge watching. I mean, they still look the same, too. I know. I'm like, how do you like, all, I'm like, like, wait a second, what the heck? They act the same. Like, yeah. obviously, like, they have, like, the kids and this and that. And I love them. I think, I think they're hilarious. I like that they almost kind of put their real business out there, too. Like things that really happen. Like I'm watching this and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't look away. I can't look away. Oh, next episode. Oh, of course. Yeah. Okay, great. Well, it's two in the morning. All right. Well, we'll figure Doesn't it matter. out. Like tomorrow or whatever. Like I'm like, oh man. Like, but I think for me watching that show and watching how real they are with their real life issues and drama, again, it's relatable. Mm-hmm. People want relatable. They like, want real. Exactly. Yeah. Like they want to see you cry and break down. And for them, I give props to a lot of the you know, the cast of Jersey Shore because it's like, that must have not been easy. Like, your whole life and business is put out there. Life. I mean, when did Jersey Shore start? That was like... <sighs> How old was I? I was... Had to be 20 years ago. Oh, my gosh. Gab's here. Yeah. Um, okay, so wait, you you know the show. Of course. Okay, of course, so... Of course. If you... Okay, who's your favorite character from the guys and the girls? I think now... Yeah. I love Sammy's sweetheart. Really? Okay. Okay. I, and then I think Pauly D. I don't know. I mm-hmm. think he's funny. He always like has a little one-liners and like keeps it light. Yeah. Yeah. He's very positive. Like I like his like he's always like very like happy and positive mm-hmm. and you know he DJs. He's doing what he loves to do. He's still in the chat. Tra- he seems very grounded. Yeah. yeah he, he seems, seems like a zen guy for silly, being but grounded. Like juiced up and like <laughs> at the clubs every day. Like he seems really zen. Yeah. Okay, what about you? I really I think Snooky. Nicole and uh, and Jennifer J. Wow, like those would be my two like faves. I'm in season two of the family reunion mm-hmm. um, where she like is talking about like her son and the in the divorce and stuff, and she's going through a lot. And I'm over here like acting like she's my friend and in my phone. I'm like, hey girl, you okay? You need anything, Jenny? Like, <laughs> yeah. Who would you date on the cast? Boo. <laughs> Listen, she want me to be honest with you? I want you to be so honest with me. None of them. I don't know. I feel like the guys are they're just not. I I don't think I. I think they're fun. I would be like maybe friends, mm-hmm. but I don't think I would ever like date them. But yeah. I think they're hilarious to watch. And I think the girls are so much fun to hang out with. Like Dina even, like she's yeah. pregnant in the episode I'm watching now. And I'm just like, they're so freaking cute. Like they're just amazing. I love yeah. watching them. But I'd be their friend. I would be like, I'll give you dating advice. Which like, 
you're good at. <laughs> do my best. Yeah, no, like aggressive segue. But yeah. that is so true. Like you really do on your TikTok. Like you do have great dating advice. Like have you always been that way? Or was it like the 20s, messy 20s were like a moment and now stepping into 30s, you're like, okay, this is like how I got here. Correct. I was very, 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 I think boundaries were the number one thing that I lacked in my relationships. Mm -hmm. I was a very people-pleasing, run me over with a car and I'll still be there for you. (laughs) Yeah. I don't like giving up either. That's like a big thing for me. Um, But there's a a limit of if somebody's not respecting your boundaries and they're not respecting you as a person, it's not giving up. It's understanding that this person does not respect who you are. And a good way of detaching, because that's attachment right there. Yeah. And like a good way of detaching is almost looking at that person for who they are and not the image that you've created of them. And I think sometimes it's very easy to get attached because we think of our future. We think of who they could be in the, in the right situation. They'd be like this. And you kind of get this like nostalgic uh, 90s romance movie going on. And that's attachment. Because in real life, they're over here not texting you back, going to the club, disrespecting you, not listening to your feelings, not validating your emotions, not wanting to grow with you or realize that they're not perfect just as I'm not perfect or you're not perfect or whatever. That's the the biggest issue I think sometimes is they're going to change. And like, that's fine. Maybe they will change, but what they've done to you is already there. That's not changed. And like, I think for me, I've learned that like change behavior takes time. It takes um, improvement. It takes proving to me by actions, not just words. Mm-hmm. Because words to me, they hold meaning, but they don't hold value anymore going into my 30s. Your actions speak so much louder than your words ever could to me. And I've learned that because I like to see the good in people. I like to believe everything that I hear, everything that I say. I like to the good stuff. And I will fight for my relationship and I'll fight for my partner. But sometimes in doing so, I'm losing myself. I'm mm-hmm. letting myself just kind of disintegrate and my cup is empty and their cup is full. And now I'm filling their cup even more to where they need two cups. And yeah. I'm over here empty. And that was something that it's not necessarily a victim mentality. It's just a, a realistic point of view. And, and unless you stay in it and then you complain about it all the time, That's where the issue lies. You have to understand that if this person, if you look at this person for who they are, the actions that they do to you, the things that they say to you, are they still the same person that you have in your head? Chances are probably not because we're not going to like somebody who yells at us or disrespects us or disregards our feelings or doesn't, isn't open and honest and real and wants to grow or whatever the case is, Mm -hmm. communicates with emotional intelligence and maturity. You can agree to disagree sometimes, but there has to be compromise and and understanding in relationships and friendships in order for it to grow and and continue moving forward. I always say like when you meet somebody, guy or girl, whatever, whatever you're, whoever and whatever you're dating, when you meet someone, you have to look at them for their morals and their values. That's your foundation. It's a house that you're building together. The foundation is their morals and their values. Do those align with yours? If so, then you can get through a lot of things together. So I always say when you're finding a partner, your foundation for your house, your lot of land cannot be bumpy with ridges and water and all this stuff. And that comes from morals and values. Because even if you have to take space, even if you need a moment, even if you're an avoidant and they're an anxious or whatever the case is, at least you have the security and the safety of knowing that, okay, we have the same morals and values. 
This person is not going to do anything that would compromise the morals and values that I have. So, okay, if we need to take a couple seconds of space, if we need to come back to this topic, whatever the case is, cool. But sometimes people, they get with somebody and they fall in love with the image or the love bomb that they get. And they look and they're like, oh my gosh, well, they're out at the club with this girl, you know, and they're getting numbers and stuff. Like, that's a moral thing. That's not okay. That's morals and values. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's where it comes down. Like, I don't have the morals and values of doing any of that stuff. So I expect that from my partner so we can align. So if we disagree, that's okay. We're not going to disrespect each other. Sometimes people don't really do that, that... um initiation of asking like what are your morals and values what do you believe in have you ever cheated on somebody have you ever lied have they have you ever been lied to you know like I have friends that are in the dating world and they come to me for advice which is really funny because I'm like I don't really I can give you advice but I don't know because people that I've dated I've known for a very long time and we've built a relationship over a long period of time I think a lot of the time if you're meeting somebody new as a woman especially there's so many things that you ask like when's too soon to sleep with the person uh what if they you know what if they don't text me back what if we go on a date and you know I don't you know what do I wear on the first date like when what questions do I ask them without scaring them away like yeah you always want to look cool I feel like especially nowadays like everybody's trying to just like we don't want to look too crazy too soon but it's like yeah look crazy that's yeah exactly like I always say if I if I scare someone away quote unquote or if somebody can't handle me good Right. You weren't meant to be in my life to begin with. Because as long as I'm being myself, then okay. Now, if I'm hurting somebody, that's where I have an issue. Because I have to look at me and be like, okay, did I, did, what am I doing to hurt this person and reflect on my actions? But if I'm, if somebody's just like, dude, she's like asking all these questions, wants to commit and this and that or whatever. Okay, that's fine. Bye-bye. Yes, it's night and day. Yep. But like putting those like into real life. It does get hard because of like what you said, the attachments. And mm-hmm. I know like for someone like me, like I used to be a very anxiously attached person, super anxious mm. in relationships. It's a really hard thing to like become aware of because sometimes you don't even know you're like in those types of cycles because you're like, no, they are great though. And it's like mm-hmm. if you're trying to like exactly. talk like that. Yep. Yeah. Like yep. I have a lot of friends that will like also come to me for advice and they're like, like, oh my God, but he's great. And he's this and this and this. It's like, ooh, who are you trying to prove to? Yes. Because you're trying to prove like convince me you yep. got it look in the mirror if you're if you're going I call it like word vomiting because there's a difference between like like if my friend comes to me and she's just genuinely excited about this person mm-hmm. I'm like more power to you yeah but if there's like there's almost like a certain type of vibe and like tone that they have where it's like no but they are really great and I'm like I never said that they weren't I always say this in my relationships I'm like if you open the door for me on the first day then you're going to be opening the door for me on the 10th and the 15th day and the first year and the third year and the 10th year. Like this isn't going to be like a, I'm going to sweep you off your feet and then I don't care. I'm going to let the door swing back and hit you in the face. I like when somebody goes out of their way to, to still show and have that romanticism uh, proven to me. Like they, they still are like, okay, like I can still prove to you that like you're worthy of this and I value you still. That doesn't go down as time goes on. And right. I think a lot of times, even in businesses, I was, I was talking about this with one of my friends, the work wife, quote unquote, that stayed with a company for 20 or 30 years, they get the 1% increase, the 2% increase raise. The new, the girlfriend mm. of the company who's been there for one to three years, she gets the 5, 10, 15% raise. Yeah. She gets the yacht. She gets the new car. She gets all that. 
So for me, I think sometimes people are tainted in seeing like, oh, if I stay with this person for a long period of time, they're going to get bored. They're going to get antsy. They're going to want something new. You have the ability when you're in a relationship with somebody to keep that fresh and new and, and, and have fun things and learn fun things about each other and constantly be relearning because we're growing. Never stop dating your partner. Yes. Like still keep the dating. Yes. Like go on the dates, like go to dinner, like ask the questions because that's such a good point where like you are not the same person. No. Like I look at last year, yeah. I was not the same person I I grow yeah. I grew so much in a year like yeah. we all just we're all continuing to grow we exactly. will continue to grow and it's important to find someone who matches your growth right like right because some people know. do get stunted mm-hmm. yeah and you can grow apart or if you have different uh ways of dealing with things like oh, I want to do this now I want to do this now I want to do this and it's like okay well if you have somebody who's like happy with like their, where they're at in their life they're nine to five they don't want to they're there's in their box in their bubble yeah. they don't want to grow they don't want to travel they don't want to do that they're not going to keep up with someone who's like, well, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to start this here and these big dreams and goals. And that person probably isn't going to want somebody in that stagnant space anyways. But that person in that stagnant space, they can find somebody. Like I always, I do believe there's somebody for everybody out there. there for sure. But like sometimes people, again, they fall in love with the idea of, oh, I can change them. Or if I take them on one trip, they'll love it. And then you invest this time, you become attached. And then it's a cycle. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I don't know. I look at it and I'm like, if we, again, found the foundation of the morals and the values, then you can get through majority of issues, in my opinion. And like on a weekly basis, I say this too, date your partner, but spend time with your friends. Nowadays, people are like, oh gosh, I have so much anxiety. They're with their boys. Or, oh, I have so much anxiety. She's with her girls. And it's like, okay, but did you guys discuss like your morals and values and see where your compasses are, if they're aligned? Because if they are, like, I've been in relationships where I've been like, yeah, go with your friends. Who cares? And then I have been in those toxic relationships where I'm like, I don't really know if this person's doing what they say they're doing. Yeah, yeah. But I'll tell you one thing I will not do is waste my time looking for it. You don't have to do that. They're going to do it no matter what. I know. It's one of the, they really will do it, mm-hmm. whether you see it or, or not. not. And if you have that gut feeling. Follow it. Follow your gut. That was my biggest takeaway of like. Yep toxic relationships was like yeah if you're having those feelings they're probably valid because the female intuition doesn't lie does not lie no, it makes not, you feel no. crazy but it does not lie no and I think like for me and knowing that like like okay I'm gonna lay my head down on the pillow and I'm gonna go to bed if I have a gut feeling that something's happening I better have that relationship communication wise to where I can just say hey I'm having this feeling I just wanted to bring it to your attention can we talk about it? Yeah. If my partner is like, man, here we go again. You always do this. Like, I'm so done with this. Like, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, have a nice day. I think everyone kind of goes through that type of relationship. Has to. You have to. To get to the calm. Like, Correct. to get to the other side of the bridge. Yep. You kind of have to experience that. But, when, yeah, once you go to the toxic where, like, you're checking locations, checking the following, all that stuff, it's like, it's almost like a slap. Like, you're just like... I won't do that again. Yeah. How you feel when you're with somebody, but like more importantly, how you feel when you're, when you're away, away with somebody is so important. Like, yep. If and the you feel that calm, yeah, and the communication. Yep. Like, do they not talk to you for three days? Because I'm like, wait a second. Like, but wait, let me ask you this because I'm yeah. curious. As a Gemini, mm-hmm. have you ever Ready gone ass. through? <laughs> I love it. Bring it back. Have you ever gone through um, a person's phone, like an ex's phone? No. Mm-mm. Same. I, I, not, I just feel like that's such a invasion invasion of privacy. I would never nor I'm like not hiding anything, but I would never yeah. want somebody to do that to me. Correct. 
I just think once you are going to that extreme, there is no going back. Exactly. There's no going back. If you're even having an inkling, I would even have more respect to be like, hey, can you show me this? But like at the same time, like if you're even having to ask for that, like if, if I got to that point, I would just honestly be like, listen, like this is just, there's, it's just not going to work. Because like, I don't want to care or know what's in my partner's phone. I want to feel comfortable enough and confident knowing that I don't even have to check it. It's fine. Right. I trust that person. Right. And I like to give that to every person I'm with. And if they burn it, then that's on you. Mm -hmm. I can walk away knowing that I gave my all. I gave you that trust. I didn't bring any trauma from my relationships in. I gave that to you and you burned it. So now I can walk away with my head held high and understand that even though this happened to me, I can still walk away and be like, okay, you're protecting yourself now. You've learned the lesson. You're not staying in it. It hurts. It sucks. You wish the person well and you move on and you move forward. Right. Um, Have you ever been cheated on in in the past? Not like proper cheating, but like to me, okay, like I'm very like social media is like, uh, we can can dive in and go all day. Yes, ma'am. But um, like, you know, suspicious like, why are these three, you were out, why are there three plus girls in your following list? And then I'm getting gaslit, like I'm crazy, but it's like, yeah. mm, it's just weird. So is this yeah. going back to like the values, like I would respect you, but I, I mean, to me, that's a form of cheating. So right. yes, of I'm going to go with answer A, yes. yes. What yeah. about you? Yes, I have. Okay. Um, and it was about, there was multiple times within the relationship. It was the first time I had ever been cheated on. Mm. Um, And you know what? There's, there's a level of empathy that, because it's easy to say like, oh, you, she got cheated on. Why not just walk away? Why not just leave? It depends on the guy because he was very convincing mm. and he knew things about me. Like I never really gave second chances ever. And that was used and brought up. You know, you never give second chances. Just give me a second chance. I can change. Mm-hmm. I do believe people can change. I'm not saying that they can't. I just don't want to take the chance. If somebody tells me and they're honest, I hope they're honest. Yeah. No, I have never cheated on somebody. Then I instantly I'm like, okay, our morals and values align. Because morals and values, I don't feel like necessarily change as much. That's kind of like your core. That's who you are to your core. And like, obviously your opinions and your judgments and all that can change. But like who you are to your core, I think like once a cheater, always a cheater. Mm -hmm. Low key. In some, they might switch the forms of it. They might outsmart certain ways. Mm -hmm. They might dig into, okay, she doesn't think this is cheating, but like I can take it, I can push it to that limit. Yeah. And I think like, to me, if I say, have you cheated on somebody? And they say, yes politely and respectfully or politely and respectfully I'm not even going to take the risk I'm I'm just I'm not going to take the risk yeah because I'm sure that you might have changed but there's no way that like I can I could possibly bear going through that again because that was one time in it but there was like I said five to nine to ten times that it happened within the year and a the half same span. person mm-hmm. that I didn't know about it until all at once Ugh. I found out all at once and then it lingered and then I found out more after the split. And then I was like, whoa. Like I was like, this is a It's whirlwind. like you're fully rocked. You feel like. Rocked. What? Rocked. Like, yeah. Like what, Just what was dirty, that? Just dirty, rocked. And like to anyone out there who has been cheated on, it's not your fault. I knew it wasn't mine. I got to a point and he was like, well, give me one reason. One reason why this won't work. I said, okay, I'll tell you. I go and I give you the one reason you have to promise to leave me alone. Okay. I said, to me. You can never cheat on me again till the day we die. You will always be a cheater. And to you, the more that I take you back and the more that I allow you these things and this access to me, you will all, I will always be a doormat to you. I'm a doormat to you and you're a cheater to me. So we cannot continue this relationship anymore. 
it's stagnant. We're not Mm -hmm. growing. And I think he kind of understood that at that point where it was like, I told you in the beginning, I said the one thing, it's one or two things. Don't lie to me and do not cheat on me. Yeah. I can't come back from those. Yeah. I don't want to come back from them and I can't. It really is like a personal problem to the other person. Yeah. And like you can choose to like work on it with them, but... Like, it's, again, like, the doormat. Like, it's, like, you don't want to keep being taken advantage of, especially if that's, like, one of your non-negotiables. Yep. I always say you you teach people how to treat you. Mm -hmm. That's really big for me. Yes. Like, and sometimes it's funny because, like, as an empath and as somebody who is over-emotional and very sensitive, like, it's tough for me sometimes because I almost feel like it's easier to disrespect myself and let the person disrespect me than to stand up for myself, even in the politest of ways and say, I no longer want you in my life anymore because I do not feel like you are respecting me or my boundaries. Mm -hmm. It's so hard sometimes because cutting people off, I feel like, well, what if like you make excuses? Well, what if I tried this or it's nothing that you can do, right? You can't control or change anybody else. Only the only thing that you can control and change is yourself. And you can look at that experience and you can grow from it and you can learn from it and you can have a mature outlook on it, but you cannot change the way someone acts and treats you. When someone shows you how they feel about you, believe them. Believe it. Yeah. Believe the actions, not the words, the nineties rom-com nostalgic. Yeah. Vibe that we put yeah. into our little, our little hats. Yeah. And it's true. I, it's funny. Cause all my girlfriends and I, we talk about this, like before we go to sleep, we just imagine like the sweetest things. Like if we're talking to somebody, it's like you imagine like the yes. house with them and then like you literally like, that's how I fall asleep <laughs> yeah. at night. I live in my head and I'm just like, wow, this would be great to go on a trip to like Tulum and dance with them in the sunlight or the sunset. And then, and then you fall asleep and then you wake up and you know, they didn't text you or something like that. And you're like, wow. Fuck this guy. Yeah, it is such a high and low. It's easy to do that, but you have to just stay in the reality. Like before you go to sleep, dream of you and and what you want in life. If you want a horse, dream of yourself horseback riding. If you want this, like switch those like images to stuff about yourself. And Mm -hmm. then eventually you will attract that person because your energy, your vibration, everything will be on that level. That person will just come into your life. One of the biggest things that I did was like make a list of all the like things that I want from like the biggest to like they like oysters or like they like like sparkling rosé. Like yeah. like from biggest to smallest and every single time I go to a date cuz I do feel like dating a lot of time is it's practice, you know, yeah. for yourself like figuring out like what you want. Mm-hmm. And I would always go back and like check out my list. And I think that's like one of the best things I could have done because yep. I'm like Oh, well, they don't have one, two, three, and four. And those are my top things. Yes. Thank you, next. Like, it wasn't yeah. even... It was, like, almost like like the <laughs> casting calls, like model <laughs> casting calls. Like, ruthless, no, but... No, 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 no. Maybe. Maybe. You. <laughs> go. To the left. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah. I, and it's true. It's, like, you you know, I always have... I Actually, it's funny. I have a list of my boundaries, mm-hmm. and I have a list of my expectations. And, of course, sometimes those can fluctuate and change depending on the situation, depending on what I want, depending on a lot of things. And I've rewritten them once every, like, one to three months. I kind of do a self-check-in. Like, hey, where are you at in your life? Like, yeah. where, where, what lessons have you learned? Because maybe there's things that I empathize more with. And I'm like, okay, I can understand this. Like, this isn't that big of a deal. Or, oh, I've picked up on this, and I, I think I'm going to move this one up because I, really, I don't really like that. And, like... You can have them with, like, your friendships and your relationships. Mm -hmm. I think that's really important to have it with both. Yeah. Because even friendships sometimes, the people that you have closest to you can, you know, the people that you have closest to you can also be preying on your downfall as well. 
Yeah. And that hurts even worse because my friends and people's friends, I think sometimes they hold them closer sometimes than relationships because you want those to last longer. There's a lot less responsibility in friendships than there is relationships. Right. So you do spend more time with that person. And Mm -hmm. when something happens and you're kind of like, wait a second, like I didn't even, I was so blindsided (laughs) by that because I was focused on me or a relationship or this or that. You don't think about as much with friendships as Mm -hmm. you do your relationships. So that's something to be conscientious of too. And I've learned all of these things in my past 10 years of my yeah. 20s to to the T. And I don't have any regrets. I don't have any enemies. I don't have anybody that I wish harm on ever. It's just something I think to be conscientious of for the future with like people that you choose in your life as friends, people that you choose in your life with relationships to have those written out and look at them. You don't have to like give them a piece of paper and be like, can you meet all of these criteria? <laughs> Sign the line. <laughs> Sign the line. <laughs> but like just to kind of look at them and be like, okay, like, I think you're a good fit for me and or I don't think you're a good fit with me and being honest with yourself having those conversations as if you're looking in the mirror like how me and you are Mm -hmm. with yourself yeah that's like the coolest thing that you can do people think it's weird I mean no I don't think it is maybe as it's the only child in me I don't think it is either (laughs) yeah no you have to yeah I think it's really important to do that and one more tip I think I just want to throw this in there really quick throw it out throw it out throw it out throw it out all right As far as like a background on your phone goes, because I feel like a lot of people get very antsy about this, right? If their background was like their partner or if their background was something else or whatever, they're like, oh, like, I don't know what I want my background to be. My background, my foreground, at least like when you open the phone is a picture of me when I was young, like a picture of me when I was six. And I'll show you. I'm not joking. Yeah, show me. And, And the reason that that's there is because my social media apps are there. My TikTok, my, you know, everything is there. So before I open Instagram, before I open anything on my phone, and I pictures, I look at her and I look mm. at her and I'm like, anything you say right now, that smiling and the picture is really cute. Mm-hmm. Anything you say is who you're saying that to. That's her. That younger version of you. I love that. Is who you're going on Instagram with and you're going to look. And if you go on there and you're like, oh, I didn't get many likes. I didn't get that many comments. I didn't get this. Oh, man, maybe if I looked like this or maybe if I that's who you're talking to. You wouldn't Being say kind that. to yourself. Be very kind yeah. to yourself. It's a reminder of. Being respectful of others, but being kind to yourself and setting those boundaries in a way that communication is clear of, hey, I'm going to be respectful to you. This is my boundary. Because mm-hmm. that way you you they can't misconstrue it. They can't say, well, you weren't respectful to me or you didn't come across. Okay, I did. I did everything I was supposed to do. You weren't meeting those boundaries. You weren't meeting those criteria. I have to have the strength to walk away. It's not about being scared of getting your heart broken. It's about the fear of not being able to leave if you do. Mm. I always say that it's not being scared of oh I'm gonna get my heart broken or what if I get my heart broken it's what if I can't leave because I'm so attached to this person and when you go into something and you want to find love it's about being strong enough to know that you're able to leave if it's not serving you right knowing when to walk away exactly the biggest thing you can do mm -hmm. for yourself and having the strength to do so and don't look back it's okay. There's nothing back there. There's nothing. Unless you're looking in the mirror after a workout. And I'm yeah, kidding. unless you're looking at your, like, fat ass. Don't look back. Exactly. Always push forward. Okay, we're going to transition to a quick little game. It's called Red Flag, Green Flag. Oh, yay. Okay. Which is great because we've been on the topic of dating. And this just, like, <laughs> this is flowing. Okay, are we ready? Yes. Your date texts you throughout the day. Is that a red flag or green flag? Green flag. Ooh. I like that. You like the text throughout the day? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I like the I like the updates. I like knowing like little things and that they're thinking of me. And it's the smallest effort, in my opinion, just to send a text. Hey, thinking about you. 
hey, I passed this coffee store and I remember you like the vanilla latte, LOL, I can't wait to have it with you or something. Like the littlest things, I'm yeah. like, and it's habits. It's like, oh, okay, like don't lose that, but like keep that. Like it shows me that like you're taking this as a serious priority and I yeah. like that. Now, if you're blowing my phone up and I don't respond to you and you send me 50 more text messages, where are you at? Why aren't you responding to me? Then I'm like, hmm. No, thank you. That's a red flag, but okay. that green, totally. Okay, green. We got a green flag. Okay, they call you over texting you. Green flag. Green flag. I love Okay, but what about FaceTime? Double green flag. Oh Let me God. see your face. Let me see your smile. That's like anxiety city for me. <laughs> I love it. I'm like, ah, oh, show me where you're at. What are you doing here? I'll show you where I'm at, what I'm doing. Okay, but the FaceTime can't last more than like a few minutes if we're busy or if it's like the middle of the day. Right, right, right. But like, I love that. I'm like, let me see your face. Let me say hi. Okay, I love cute. It. Okay, I like that. All right. They have no social media. Green flag. Bright green. I would green. agree with that. Bright green. I'm Big like, green. Yes. Neon sign. Yes. Now, if they're like, I don't have social media and they do have social media, you know Red what I mean? Flag. Red flag. But if they genuinely don't, oh my gosh. Amazing. Great. Off the grid. Yeah, fantastic. They suggest splitting the bill. Oh, man. This is tough. That's a tough one. <laughs> I know. That's a tough one. Um, here's the thing. So I haven't ever been like on a date like that before. So I, I've never been put in that situation, but I've heard horror stories from my friends. So I'm trying to put myself in that situation. Is it like the first date? Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's get it specific. Red flag. Agreed. If we've been together for a very long time and we live together and whatever the case is, we're splitting finances and all of that. We have a joint account, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's different. But if it's our first date... I I I think that you I think you should I think you should pay the bill. Yeah, hundred percent. Please. Very red flag. <laughs> yeah. Like I would just be like I'm I'm out of here. My Uber's called. Yeah. Okay. They talk about kids and marriage early on. Green flag. I want to be on the same page. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure because if we're a year or two in and then you're like, oh, I don't want kids or I do want kids or I don't want to get married or I do, and I'm over here like, eh, we probably should have discussed this early on. As creepy as it might come off, like, oh, right. we just met. Um, I do think maybe in the very, very beginning, no, but like towards the beginning. And it, and it shows initiation too, to me, like initiative. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you're taking the initiative. You're serious. You're asking the right, like the, those are serious questions, but I think they should be talked about like within like the third to like six. No, even earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's important. I want to know. Yeah. Like yeah. it's like, and that can change, right? Like I'm open to that change. Like if they're like, oh, you know, I don't know if I want kids now, or I don't know if they're like me, I get it. I'm like, woo, 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 mm-hmm. woo. But like, at least I'm able to acknowledge those and talk about them and feel comfortable with somebody like being able to go back and forth on. They are close with their family, specifically their mother. I want to say green flag if the family and the mother are, it's healthy. Mm -hmm. If it's a healthy dynamic. Um, If it's like a toxic dynamic or an overbearing dynamic or an over emotional dynamic, then that can also that can really totter onto the red. But I'm gonna be positive and optimistic and say green. Okay, I do like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, that can really very quickly go left or right. Like a mama's boy is kind of like uh, not the vibe. Then the very last one has a lot of gym selfies. Green flag. Green flag. Work it or out. Is it like for you, yeah. Yeah, like- work it out. Like I like a confident. I like a confident person. So it's okay. like, if you if you want to take your gym selfies, if you're going there and doing your thing, do it. Pop you know? off. Pop off. Do your thing. I'm there to support. But like, you know, yeah, I, I think, I don't know why. I just, I think it's like, 
it's nice, you know? And then maybe one day we can take gym selfies together. Aww. Full circle. There you go. See? Emotional. <laughs> now they're like, no, I don't want to take them with you. I'd be like, no, they're like, red flag. Back's a red flag. Back's a red flag. Oh my God. Well, Britt, it's been amazing chatting, talking, zodiac yeah. breakdowns, all of the above. We've literally heard of everything. No, yeah. I know. Like, we. We discussed everything today. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you for having me. After Curfew Pod. Thanks, girl. We'll be me in this time, yeah. Yeah. (laughs)